0: Yeah, I think facing that fear and kind of pushing forward is kind of why we are where we are today. This, this, this is the House, House Flipping HQ podcast.
1: Now let's get
0: flipping with your host,
1: Justin Williams.
0: Justin
2: Williams. Happy New Year! <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? Hope you guys all had an awesome Christmas and a great New Year. Uh, man, I am so pumped for 2017. It's going to be the best year ever. We have got some incredible things in store for you guys. I'm not going to get into those details today, but in the following episode, you guys will learn some of the things that we have going on here at House of Bing HQ for 2017. Woohoo! it's going to be good stuff. So Today, um, we have a special New Year's episode, 2017, first Episode of 2018. We are going to ring in the new year with Zach and Stephanie Betters. How's it going, guys?
1: Hey, hey so thanks good. For having us.
2: So Zach and Stephanie have been, you know, in the house formula group for a few months now. Uh, it's kind of interesting because honestly, guys, I thought you guys had been in for a lot longer. I feel like I've gotten to know you. I remember you guys were on a um, one of the calls we recently did and yeah. we talked about like working um uh, with, with like couples because my wife and I have worked together for a long time and how you manage that and stuff like that and I was just like how come I don't remember them that you know it's because it's oh they've only they only joined a few months ago but you guys are just rock stars you're always in there helping people out you guys are are killing it so it's funny because I actually reached out because I thought hey these guys would be a perfect fit for seven-figure flipping uh, because I just see all the the, the deals are doing the things they have going on but I didn't know a ton about um, that you guys, like recently I found out you both have full-time jobs, uh, you've got three kids, you guys have got a lot going on and you're still killing it. Um, so I wanted to talk to you about some figure flipping, but if I was like, hey, let's get you guys on the podcast. First off, I haven't done a podcast in a while. <laughs> Partly because I've had a cold, but probably just been insanely busy. And it's funny because I'm so used to doing podcasting at this point where I don't even think twice about it. But what, what when you guys saw that message, I'm like, let's do a quick podcast like as if it were nothing what went through your guys' minds?
0: a <laughs> I mean, huge what? pit in my stomach, you know. <laughs> I think back to, like, high school, and I didn't want to talk in front of, like, 20 people. Like, to raise my hand and answer a question in front of 20 people was, like, a big deal for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, to sit here in front of, you know, a guy that I've been listening to, uh, you know, looking up to for a year and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's, it, it's pretty crazy. But, uh, you know, I think facing that fear and kind of pushing forward is kind of why we are where we are today.
1: Yeah.
2: How about you, Quit- Stephanie?
1: We're flattered. We're flattered that you think that we have something to offer. So we're happy to share whatever we've you know, gained thus far and excited to do that.
2: <clears throat> well, I'm excited because I know before you guys mentioned that you did your first flip 10 years ago, you, the thing where you buy the house, you fix it up while you're living in it, and then you sell it. But you've really, other than that, you've really only been in real estate for, for about a year, right? And I do. You, you both have full-time jobs. You've got three kids. I mean, you have every excuse in the world to not be doing this business or not be doing it to the level that you are. Maybe just listen to stuff on the way to work and this and that. But you guys are really, you're, you're, you're killing it. I mean, you're not doing like a hundred deals a year right now, but your momentum, I've seen your momentum. I've seen what you guys have done and, and it's very inspiring. So I'd really like to share that uh, with people who, who are out there, who, who are struggling and coming up with reasons why they can't make this business work and, and help them figure out how to make it work. So, Enough of me talking. Let's hear more about you guys. Share with us a little bit of your backstory so we can get to know you a little more and connect and then figure out how you got into this business and how you are going to dominate 2017.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's just the usual college love story, right? Oh,
2: Oh, I can't. Okay, let's hear it. (laughs) Like Twilight, he was a vampire and...
1: Um, Okay, so we met in 2005 in college. We were both juniors in college up in New York, and um, besides the, like, oh my gosh, this guy's a hunk, gotta gotta (laughs) land this guy, he um, was super, super ambitious, and uh, we're both, you know, both studying medicine at the time, and um, Zach always had this thing for real estate, you know, he wanted to get into college housing, you know, cause we're, we were renting while we we're going to school. And he's like, well, this makes like, this is silly. Why don't we just own the building? You know, um, we should do, look into college housing. So that's how he started talking to me about it and, um, like planting the seed. Now we didn't really, um, end
0: up buying student housing cause we were like 20, you know, but, um, we didn't have like the education. I don't know right. if the educational stuff that's out there now just wasn't there if I just never found it. I mean, had I landed on the stuff that's out there today, like house flipping formula and all that stuff, I would have had all the knowledge that it would have needed to actually pull the trigger. But it was just an idea then of like, I'd like to do this, but how the heck do you do it?
2: Isn't that crazy? Like, <laughs> yeah. you have this yeah. idea. I, I remember the exact same thing. You have this idea, but you don't know that there's this like underground world where they like teach you all this stuff. Or I'm the same way. I'm like, was education just not that good back then? Or was it, I just didn't know. I think it was a little bit of both, but yeah, you think, think mean, it was yeah. how formula wasn't around. So of course,
1: right, right, uh, exactly. <laughs> they didn't have
2: the goods, really good stuff. So, yeah.
1: So, you know, so we end up getting engaged. We get married. We're living in an apartment trying to figure out what to do next. We're thinking about grad school, you know, how are we going to afford all that? We started working, um, with our undergrad degrees and, um, Zach is looking in the newspaper at foreclosures and he's like, Oh, look at this house here. I'm like, Oh my God, this is not my dream house. Okay, this, is this is terrible. You know, you think like, okay, the house we're going to buy. We just get married. You're going to carry across the threshold into this like jump." You know? So somehow he convinces me like, we got to We got to get this house. This is going to be great. We're just going to fix it up. No problem. We're just going to, you know, I've had in. an
0: obsession with a flip. Like yeah. you take this disaster dump that nobody would want to walk into. And like, Boom, making it something everybody would want.
1: But
2: yeah. Took a little while to convince her. But, That's was
1: awesome. to... but you Good didn't. Good thing you
2: said... tried to convince her after you got married, right? Her... <laughs> <laughs> or she'd run away.
1: Yeah. So, you know, you can talk about a little bit of that, too. But that was quite the adventure, you know, as newlyweds living in that house and, and doing all the work ourselves. And um, it was great. I mean, we sold that house in 2008, literally, like a month ago. No, oh, in eight we sold it. Yeah. Two thousand seven we bought it, in two thousand eight we sold it like a month before everything crashed. I mean, it wasn't like wow. so lucky. Where we were living in New York, IBM was there, and they had this huge layoff like a month after, and everything kind of went down from there. um But we ended up selling the house for like thirty thousand, thirty-five thousand dollars profit. Boom. Um, yeah, and that you know we put that in like a CD. We went to grad school that helped us kind of get through some of some of the expenses of grad school. And um, then we were living on Long Island. We had just graduated. We're trying to figure out where do we go now? You know, our family's all over the country. We don't want to stay on Long Island because the cost of living is incredible, especially, you know, young professionals. So we really just kind of looked on the map and we're like, all right, where do we go? What kind of real estate market is going to be there? And, you know, is it a good balance for life? You know, so we started looking into North Carolina and we saw kind of the real estate trend with Raleigh and Durham and up there and we decided, okay, that's already developed. Let's, let's look into Charlotte because I think this is going to, this is on an upward trend here, you know,
0: for people with no real estate experience. Like I look back at that decision, like that was pretty spot on. Of like uh-huh. uh, Charlotte will explode. And I mean, it surely did. I mean, we bought our own house here and within, you know, I think it was three or four years, we had enough equity in our house to pull out a HELOC to be able to like bounce our business forward.
2: Yeah. Awesome.
1: So we lived here, we lived here a couple of years. Zach, you know, really was pushing like we got to get this. We got to get started with the real estate stuff. And our kids were young. I was pregnant. You know, I'm like, I'm so scared. <laughs> you know, like this is so like we just started these careers, and um, you know, we just worked all this all this time for our grad school. And Now we're finally here. Like, we just like stop a second. Um, we ended up buying a rental for um, for Zach's mom, um, and she ended up moving here. So that was kind of our first real estate purchase we found this zach actually found this kind of cool loan option that you would have to put five percent down i think for um if you're buying a house for a family member like a distressed family member um so that was our first rental and that was like three years ago okay, now. So that was
2: three years ago okay cool yeah timestamp this
1: yeah so that was getting that under a belt and figuring that out was really encouraging too like okay there's ways to do this without a ton of money yeah. you know because, you know, we're just still establishing ourselves. Absolutely. Um, so then we're like, OK, now we're going to we've got to get we've got to get on this train here. You know,
0: I mean, it was when she finally had her mindset shift. I mean, I've been thinking about real estate for a really long period of time. She's always been on board, but not quite yet. And as soon as she made the transition to like, you know, what, all right, we can do this now. I mean, it was just like full speed ahead. I mean, you put her mind to something. I remember coming up with our 2016 goals. I was like, all right, you know, we're going to do seven houses. And she was like, I mean, almost mad. She's like, (laughs) seven houses. How are we going to do seven houses? Like, Steph, we don't need it. We don't need it. She's like, no, if you give me a goal, we're going to need the goal. I have to do it. There's not an option. Why did you give me seven houses, you know? And fast forward, we hit the end of the year. We're like, wait a minute. We went beyond. We went beyond what our goal was. And so – yeah, you know, it's kind of hats off to her, really. I mean, once she once she came on board, it was all uh, full so team ahead. It was
2: basically the beginning of last year. You bought the rental, you transitioned. You guys got—that's <laughs> so crazy that you. I'm just laughing because it reminds me of my wife and I. Right, like, anyway, it's just crazy. <laughs> Except for I didn't graduate. I was like, ah, it, I'm done." <laughs> but you guys start your new careers, and then you you buy this rental, and then so it's literally like a year ago that you guys set these goals. Right? Like yeah. at the beginning of yeah. 2016, you set these goals to actually like go out and let's actually go make this a business. Yeah. And you set a goal of, of you said seven or eight? Seven deals. And uh, Stephanie thought that was crazy because, like, so far you've done like two deals essentially, right? I mean, right. one was It'll a rental, one was the own house you bought, one was a house for your mom. Like, none of it was really like a true business up until this point. i right. just kind of dabbling and like, well, we're going to do seven in one year. We have these jobs, we got kids, all this stuff going on. You're crazy, and you guys ended up doing 11, right? Yeah. So how I mean, how let's talk about that mindset. Like, how the heck does this happen when people have full time jobs? They've got kids. It was interesting because someone said to post like your schedules, and um, someone who was it that posted like this perfect schedule: wake up at five, and then oh yeah,
1: oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Whatever that was, <laughs> I was like, oh man. <laughs> the
2: the,
0: cold, shower? the yeah, cold shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's on it. He's on it.
2: <laughs> So it was like this perfect, like dialed in schedule. That, that sure might be like ideal, right? Of wake up at this time, do this, 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 make call at this time. And then, Stephanie, I loved it because I, I, I like that, but I was like, it's not realistic for a lot of people. Right. I love that you basically posted in like, pry kids. I'm like, what does what your days kind of look like? <laughs> like? How do you guys, I'll let you guys get into this. Like, how do you make this happen? Like, you're, the shifts you work are crazy. You've got I've got three kids. I know it's crazy. How is this possible that you guys have done so much in one year? And I know you're just building momentum.
0: I mean, I think a lot of it, is, you know, just kind of about mindset, you know, some people, yeah. you know, our theory is like whatever it takes. Yeah. And now we're trying to systemize like whatever that takes, like to figure out exactly what that means. But to, to get through the beginning struggles, you know, enough passion that you're able to be obsessed, really, you know, in, until you don't have to be, you know right. what I mean, to, to develop a system. But just the obsession of whatever it takes, we're going to get it done. And our schedules oftentimes our opposite right, so she'll work Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but then she's off during the week so if I'm stuck at work um you know doing my regular job stuff, then maybe she's home to take care of some of those business things, and then when she's off with the kids and I'm off or if she's working that you know then we've just had to like fill in w- where we could
2: so yeah. let let's do this. this might be kind of cool. A lot of people are starting out two thousand and seventeen saying, how am I going to make two thousand and seventeen like my best year ever in real estate? You guys were here one year ago, and you were saying how are we going to make this happen so The beginning of 2016, like, what did that look like? Like, I mean, was it just like, okay, we got the goal. Yeah, that's great. We still have busy, crazy lives. How did you you make that happen? Like, walk someone through, like, this year, like, how they can – I don't know. How you guys made it happen and maybe kind of give them an idea of how they can do it.
1: Well, I think, first of all, you have to decide you're going to do it, you know? And for me, that was huge. I mean, if I decide to do something and I look, okay, we're going to make this commitment. We're going to make this commitment. We're, we're kind of ride or die people. Like well, there's no option. We're going to do it. Okay. So how do we, how do we get it done? You know, and we're super busy or running around all the time. You know, we decided, all right, let's, this is just going to be come a part of us and become a part of our family. You know, we're going to bring the kids with us. You know, we, we bought, you know, we made a million offers. We, you know, took a HELOC on our house. We'd like, oh, we're all in now. Now we have to make it work. And. Let's just make the best of it then. You know, we're gonna go wa- look at these houses. Let's bring the kids. You know,
2: tell me and... about some of those the struggles. I mean, I'm sorry, I kind of kind of cut you off. If you oh, had another okay. thought, finish that. But uh, what it was super easy, right? You went out, start making offers, and you started getting houses under contract. That's how it works, right? were no, I mean, like... you frustrated? <laughs> you like, wait a minute? I'm supposed to make these offers, and I'm supposed to get houses under contract. How? I mean, did that happen? We, no, made, so, we
1: made a million offers. Okay. Yeah, so
0: even just going through the, the the first two deals. So I started really kind of researching, et cetera, probably November of 2015, sure. and, and looking at deals and putting in offers. We didn't close in that first deal until February, and uh, I'll never. It was a it was a Craigslist ad that I found. Um, turned out to be a HUD house, and uh, put the offer in. Got the offer accepted. We're like super pumped. Like, all right, here we go with our with our first deal. Like the next day, we get a phone call from a realtor. Like, hey. Uh, Good news—they accepted your offer on that on that REO. It's like what offer? Oh, that offer that they declined like a month ago. That oh. you know they accepted it, and I was like, oh my. We had this moment of like, all right, we haven't done any of this. Yeah. Now we yeah, have, two have two deals yeah. at the same exact time, and so right from the get-go, we kind of you know had had some significant struggles just with those. Uh, thankfully, we were able to talk to a bank and talk about conventional financing, we were able to get approved for for both of those houses, which was like super. Super exciting. We're like, all right, this is going to go really smooth, really easy. We gave him all the information about our financials because I want to make sure we didn't get caught at the end of the closing table and be like, oh, you can't make this can't make this work. Um, we gave him all the details about the property. We get up to like a week before the closing, and the bank looks at one of those houses and says, oh, we can't finance that house. There's not a floor. There's not an oh, HVAC. Man. There's there sheetrock damage. Like, what are you talking about? We told you this the whole time. So now we've got the two deals. We're a week before closing. And no way to fund the second deal. And like I said, we were really big beginning early on. We had no real formal education. You know, what we were talking about earlier is have we had something like House Flipping Formula from the get-go, how much further advanced would be? Uh, thankfully, I was able to make a phone call to a guy that was a private, private money lender. Um, he didn't have the funds, so we're like, what are we going to do? I called up my realtor at 9 o'clock at night and said, I don't have another option on this house. I'm going to have to let this house go. Like, I apologize. I feel terrible, but like, I don't have a way to fund the deal. Um, got a phone call the next morning at 730. The private money lender that I had talked to said, you know what? I can't do it, but I got, I got another guy mm-hmm. that wants to get started into this. But I couldn't believe it. Like, call the realtor. Did you put in the cancellation yet? And she's like, no. Uh, so we were able to kind of save that deal and start with a, with a new private money lender there. Uh, closed both of the deals within 24 hours. So just from the get go of like finding the deal was such a struggle. And then to even close on the deal was like, you know, ups and downs. We've talked about this business, like the, the highs and the lows of this business have just been the most absurd. We felt like on top of the world to like total dumps, like, like in a day, you know? Yeah.
1: And, you know, getting up, leading up to that stuff. And, you know, there was a lot of really late nights, you know? So we have the kids, we put them in bed and then we would sit in our little office and just, look at a million look at a million listings scheme look at craigslist like read whatever we could bigger pockets and you know just try to consume as much as we possibly could and try to put it together you know and you know we stumble upon private money lender there number one just from being at work and talking to people like you know you're stitching someone up you just like you know BSing <laughs> talking about real estate and i like, go oh, yeah no i know someone who like is a private money lender you know and and they get their contact info. That was the guy who ended up referring us to the private money letter number two, you know? And then I'm at work talking with some of my colleagues about what I'm doing. And this is further down the line now. Um, after I've done it, we've done we've done a couple deals. Well yeah, and this is like the return on investment. This private money guy, they made like thirteen percent. What? I wanna make thirteen percent. Okay, well give me your card, you know. So I think that has helped us a lot. Just in your own job where you are, what you have, just talk about it. Talk about it with people. And and I think that's
0: true. People have said that before. You always talk about it. If you're, pa- yeah. you know, going back to passion, I think it takes passion to be successful in it. If you're passionate about something, you're going to be talking to, to people about it and you never know who that, you know, multi is or who that guy that actually does all this behind the scenes. He doesn't go to the RIA meetings. You know what I mean? He's just doing it behind the scenes and you might bump into him, strike up a conversation. You never know, you know, where contacts are going to bring you. Yeah.
1: So I, mean, so, I mean, in the trenches of it all, I think that's what, got us through a lot of those bumps you know um first of all just deciding you're not gonna you're not gonna fail there's no option and and just doing what you think needs to be done to get there and that means a lot of different things to a lot of different people and but i think for us was just to not lose that momentum like kids are in bed we're gonna we're gonna consume stuff we're gonna think about stuff this is our time to think and we would stay up super late you know when we were up to like 2 a.m talking about real estate and trying to enjoy that time together you know we didn't that's not our date night right but like if this is what we're gonna do let's just enjoy yeah right (laughs) Right.
2: would you like talk about real estate and then make out a little bit (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: Um, no but like so we're like okay if this is what it's gonna be let's enjoy it like let's let's have fun working together and like bouncing stuff off each other and try and of course like we argue a ton about it, and like you know, it's frustrating. Most <laughs> some days, like you're know, like, oh, I'm going to strangle him. He's making me re- myself and reanalyzing my deal or whatever. But you try to like have that positive attitude with it, you know, and you know, then the so we get those deals done, and then you know, then we decide, okay, let's like start marketing. Let's see what happens if we try to do some of the stuff everyone else is doing, you know. And we get a cell phone, and it's special just for whatever the business number, and just carry it around, you know, and it's a seller. What
2: the money phone.
1: Yeah, the money phone. So, And then if that money phone rings, like I'm going to answer it. And that means like shoving my kids in the other room, like running in my office or like talking to the seller, like hope they don't hear the kids screaming. iPads. Yeah.
2: Here's your babysitter for the next 20 minutes. Oh, right. I feel guilty. But that that has kind of been the truth of the last year, you know? <laughs> anyway. You know, anyway, I could go on about that. Like, I don't I don't think there's I think it's all about balance. I don't think there's a need to feel guilty. Like you do what you got to do as long as I know you guys are good parents anyway. All right. Another That
0: word word comes up every single day for us is balance. And I think that's an important thing for life and for business is number one, balance, but always just kind of like relooking at things, you know, I mean, I guess once you get, you know, once you get Justin Williams status, like, all right, maybe you don't have to redirect everything every single day, but we're changing and growing so fast in the beginning that we constantly have to look and be like, all right, where are we at? What do we need to change? What do we need to improve on? Um, And thankfully, now we're at the point where we can say, like, all right, what can we outsource? You know? Um, and that's been uh, huge for us to kind of be able to help balance things. I mean, you want to look at flipping a house. We're not going to buy the new house down the road. So we're bringing kids to, you know, the poor kids like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. Well, there is no bathroom in this house. You know, <laughs> I, mean? I don't even want you to walk through this house. Why, you know, and so it's been uh, it's, it's been uh, it's been a fun trip.
1: It's certainly not pretty, you know, like. People put up these perfect schedules. They put up the, this is the plan. And it's, yeah. like, all you have to do is the plan. It's not pretty. It doesn't fall into like a perfect package. Like every day, you kind of have to mold with whatever it is. If that phone rings, like you got to answer it. You got to go to that appointment. You know, we've I've brought the neighbor with me. Like, hey, can you sit in the car with my kids so I can go in and uh, you know talk to the seller? And I think part of that pressure of having all this stuff to deal with, like in our personal life, has made some of those appointments even better. Cause I'm like, all right, if I have to do all this stuff with my kids and my job, is I have to, whatever, I'm going to get this deal. Like yes. this lady's signing this contract today because like, there's no, like I can't do all this for nothing. So, <laughs> um, that, and I think that kind of drives you too. like, I'm sacrificing so much. I have so much on the line. I'm going to do it, you know? So, um, that was, I think huge for us. And just accepting the fact that it's not pretty. And you know, the gurus that have all this stuff out there, it doesn't look like that in real life, and that's okay, you know.
2: Yeah. yeah, and I think that's why, like when Christine put posted that, okay, schedules. Like, what's your schedule look like? How do you get things done? Yeah, uh, it's so different for everyone. Like, people have jobs, or they or they don't, or they're you know, and 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 I was just like, Ugh. at the end of the day, I think you guys have hit it. Like, if you want it bad enough, if you are passionate enough, and you also have to have this mindset where it's like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make this happen, and, and kind of have this big goal. But at the same time, recognize that to get to that goal, there's like this, this thing that you have to go through and challenge and struggle and trial. And uh, I don't know, but at the same time, like, as I've gone through that in different businesses and different parts of my life, and I see other people going through it, like, it's kind of weird, like, and you guys are still in that, but a little beyond that, because you've achieved a certain level of success. And I talked about this on the last podcast i did but it's kind of like a beautiful thing like it's really weird to me like when i see someone in the depths of struggle and despair and this might sound blasphemous but it kind of is like how i imagine like god might feel like looking at us right like we're struggling and he lets us struggle because he knows the growth that we'll get from that right like i see i've coached so many students that i see people struggling and i'm like okay please don't give up because this is what happens. Like, I know this is what happens because I've seen, it. it's like your kids, right? You know, they're going to fall if they do X, Y, or Z or get hurt, but they've got to get back up. And it's like this beautiful process. As long as people will keep pushing through that. So as long as they know that's going to happen and they're ready for it, when it happens, if they can have a little perspective on that and recognize that, okay, this is just a part of the process. Then they keep pushing through until they eventually get that monetary success. that allows them to, to keep going. And, and yeah, does that make sense? Does that make any
0: sense? Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think, you know, the people around you sometimes, I don't think that they understand, you know, a lot of, you know, family and friends are like, number one, how do you do this? Well, there's not an option. I just do it. Yes. You know what I mean? But then like, they don't really see the why, like you're working so hard now. And it's, yeah, I have to do this so that I can get to that next step. I have to do it to get to the next level. I have to crush myself before I'm so busy that now I can hire somebody to do that other job yeah. and take it off of me. But I can't just you know, skip forward to Z. I have to go through that struggle. And so I think we know that. We recognize it and are willing to kind of sacrifice that. We did that with our careers. You know, we did that with, you know, eight years of education of going through all this other stuff and giving, you know, giving up the things that we'd like to do. Yeah, I would have loved to, have, you know, just traveled our 20s yeah. away, but we spent it in college instead. But, you know, there was there was a reward at
2: the end of that. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like, I see it as, like, this game. Like, it's, it's kind of, like, fun, right? Yeah. Yeah, And you've got to keep that balance, of course, along the way, but it's this fun game and you're accomplishing this thing. But the beautiful thing is, and part of the thing that I really emphasize is don't just go do real estate, like along the way, create this machine, create this business, create this thing that will work for you so it can then serve you. And the return on that, it's impossible to measure like the return that that gives you. Like you guys said, I mean, we're sitting here, (laughs) I could have done this interview almost anytime you guys wanted, except for when I had other you know, appointments or whatever, but I don't have any job or any responsibilities. Like, I just get to choose what I do. And and I'm crazy enough to where I take on all kinds of other stuff to where I get busy again. But it's fun. It's like this fun game. And once you have those systems in place, you choose what you do in life. Like, the truth is, for the most part, we are not free um, in our life. Like, we're we're bound to this job. We're bound to this thing. But once you create that, you then have true freedom. And, I don't know. It's really cool. So
0: I use the machine to talk to my mother all the time. My mom all the time is like, Why are you doing this? You're going to give up this money. Well, mom, what if I, you know, I put a dollar in, I get a dollar 50 out. Like, come on, (laughs) you do it all day long. And so,
2: you know, it's been a super help for us. I was about to say, don't try to convince mom it's hopeless, but then she might be listening. (laughs) So mom, you're great. You're awesome. Not just kidding. (laughs) But just know that your kids are in the right path. All right, just...
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's the whole reason, you know, you try to make something sustainable for them and, and, and that can sustain us all, you know, think about college education for three kids, you think about retirement, you, think, you know, you hope that you can create this thing that's, that works well enough to, to get us all through that, you know?
0: Yeah, we say we're going to do this for the family, and I love bringing the family in, like my daughter, our seven-year-old daughter, we'll drive down the road, she'll be like, Dad, that house needs to be fixed, like, we got to go buy that house, and I, <laughs> and I love it, at seven that's years awesome. old, it's going to start that, that mentality, Um, you know I think about where she could potentially be you know at 18 versus where we started you know almost 30 like
2: yeah you know a lot of times we say okay if I'm doing something for the family that just means I'm out and we're we're playing or going to the." like I believe you can do something for the family by teaching them by example and my wife she recently launched a business and I'll be honest like we even had to talk last night because it's gotten pretty busy and I think I, I think I think it was the one thing where Gary Keller talks about. There's no such thing as true balance. It's always counterbalance, and it's good to recognize when you're okay. I'm a little too far over here, and to go back over here, but that's going to happen. Like she launches a new business, it's going to get pretty busy. But the kids seeing the example of what she's doing, and our kids know like that they're going to they can do anything they want in life, right? It's not like what are you going to be when you get old? It's like I'm going to be whatever I want. I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to create cool things and. Like they yeah. recognize it because they see that in our example. Um, and, and those lessons that come from that are are huge. So to me, that's a part of doing that for your family. It's not just so we can take that trip to Disney World or whatever, right? It's like something bigger. So,
1: Absolutely. You know, you can teach them that they can control their fate. You can, you can choose to do really whatever you want to do if you want it. If you want it enough, you can do it. You know, it's not a matter about being a genius. It's not a matter of, having them all the money in the world, you, all you have to do is have the willpower to make it through the obstacles. And then you, you literally can have whatever you want.
2: You know, it's like we live in this country. I don't know if you guys ever heard of the immigrant advantage, which is kind of interesting because I think years ago yeah. I'd hear people talk about immigrants have a disadvantage, but now they call it the immigrant advantage because, oh, it's no fair because someone comes from another country and they have this advantage because where they lived they didn't have the opportunities that we have here. And then they see the opportunities like, oh my gosh, like, all I yeah. have to do is this, and I can create wealth and freedom and abundance, and I'm I'm in, right? right? And they go and make this thing happen because to them they recognize that opportunity. But sometimes when you're we're raised up here or we just kind of take it for granted. And exactly, I have this crazy thing in my brain I have since I was was young. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can do this thing and make money, and then do this and it makes more money. I can buy it's like arbitrage. Right? I can go buy this candy at the store, sell. It. I mean, we used to. My mom would buy. You know, you have those fundraisers. My mom figured out how to, like, be the person who had them send the candy to her. So we didn't have any money growing up, right? So we had to pay for all of our own stuff. So we would buy, like, those candy bars like that, like World's Finest and then other candy bars. She would buy them for, like, 50 cents and would go to the grocery stores and sell them for a dollar. And that's how we, like, paid for our stuff. Yeah. as we got older in high school, like, we would, like, take candy to school and sell it at school. And to me, it's the coolest thing. I was like... I can buy this for this and people pay more money for it.
0: Yeah. Right. I
2: mean, anyways, just, I'm totally going off on a tangent here, but I guess the point is like the opportunity you guys <laughs> have out there is like huge. Like there's no excuses. Like just go make it happen. Like we have this, this podcast here. People share with you exactly how to do it. house something formula, something, figure for all this stuff. Like there's no excuse other than whatever's going on inside your mind. All right. Every once in a while get fired up, right? That passion. Right? <laughs> back to you. you get back to the betters family. <laughs> <laughs> so recently you guys have, um, you know, we talked about systematizing, outsourcing. Correct me if I'm wrong, but recently you guys have have been doing that. You brought on an assistant, correct? Now that's yeah. kind of interesting because some people would say, oh, first you quit your job, then you bring on an assistant, right? You guys kind of did the opposite. Now talk to us a little bit about that, the decision process behind that, how that happened, how it's going. Let's get into that a little bit. Yeah. No, I, I
0: mean, I think...
2: You know, like you mentioned before
0: the idea that every everything is different for different people you know and not like in a in a braggadocious way because I really don't like to, to build myself up if anything but you know I have a, a great job you know that I'm actually pretty good at you know sometimes you hear people and they'll be like well I sucked at everything yeah. and uh, you know I didn't have another option but I've heard the story more than once you know but you know and I have a, a pretty good job. And it takes a lot to kind of make up for to, to miss that job, to just kind of quit that job, number one. Number two, I, you know, enjoy it, um, and, you know, and, and I'm fairly good with it. And they don't really want to see me leave. And, you know, part of me doesn't want to leave, but it's this passion that kind of drives me through there. And so to be able to keep my job and then just hire the first thing that we hired was a virtual assistant to be able to answer the money phone. Right. Like I feel bad. I can't be in the middle of sewing up a patient like well, I got a real estate call, <laughs> um, and so it just kind of made sense to to have somebody. We needed somebody just to answer the phone, if nothing else, and then try to figure out how can we better utilize their time. Okay, while he's sitting around scratching his head, waiting for the phone to ring, what can we have him do? Well, how about the fact that I've been searching for properties for six hours a night? Like, let's make him search for the properties. You Hold find right. me some sort of a deal that's close, and then I'll analyze, you know, just the close deals rather Sounds than ever. So familiar. And, uh, you know, from there, then we're kind of looking into, uh, you know, some commission-based p- positions like acquisitions people. So we're building up an acquisitions team. Um, and now my poor wife is, you know, had to do all the transaction stuff. I mean, that's when you talk about separation and stuff, like, she's the, she's my transaction queen. Like, she <laughs> handles all that, that kind of stuff. That. And so now, you know, we need to find somebody to help her with that task. Um, so, so we're actually interviewing
2: this week for that, for uh, transaction. You guys, so you guys have, that's right, you guys have hired. Um...
1: We have six six part-time transactions Whoa.
2: acquisition
1: acquisition. Six ac- acquisition yeah that and is they're,
2: amazing there
1: are people who are working part-time you know so they kind of fill in as needed and it's gotten to the point now where i haven't gone on an appointment i used to go on almost all the appointments because i'm kind of free during the week and just juggling the kids and whatever else is going on but um so i used to go on almost all of them and now i don't think i've gone on one in like a couple months
2: you know well, how's that feel
1: Feels really good, you know, <laughs> and it's so scary to do that at first, and to, to have someone else help you because you think, oh, they're not going to be as good, or what if they miss this, or um, what am I going to do then, you know? And then you realize that if you free that little part up, then you fill up the cup again with things that are even bigger. It can yes. generate more, and you don't. I, I didn't really understand that until I did it. You know, and what you mean? never
2: would have recognized those things. But no. there are things like I know I have kind of. I've been reading this book called Deep Work. And anyway, like, there are some things that I'm going to be letting go of that I never thought I would let go of here in the near future. And it, I just literally had some of these strong epiphanies the last few days. I and mean, it's happened for a while. Anyway, I'm, I don't want to spill the beans here, but it is crazy. Like, I know there are things out there that I need to be doing that I may not be doing because they're because of I'm doing other things. And that's how it is in all of our lives. Like, keep pushing, right? Like, wherever you're at right now, keep pushing, keep and keep outsourcing, keep systematizing, keep letting yeah. go of certain things so you can continue to get those big things. So um, I love yeah. that you guys are doing that. It's, it's awesome. And, you
1: know, you can never quite, you know, I think it's important, like you said before, to struggle through it because then you really know what it means. You, you have to know, like, the nitty-gritty of your business and, ha- and own that. You really have to own all that struggle. That way you can show someone else, like a team member now, had to do it, you know, if I didn't sit down and write out a million letters and addresses and what I wouldn't know how long that would take to then give that to my VA and know what that value was, you know, so you can start to valueize little portions of your business and then your business value grows as you let someone else do that. So you can then add value a different way, you know, so, um, that was really freeing. And as I said, in that, that post on, um, that Facebook, our Facebook forum, you don't even re- it's so contagious like oh my gosh I can I can do so much more now like let me delegate some more of these little things and then you just it's
2: incredible it becomes it's, addictive huh like,
1: it is it's really good <laughs> and they realize you can do so much more you know so then
2: you're helping you know people always talk about like what charities do which is good all this stuff is good yes, Charity. Yes. but it's like to help someone like have a job <laughs> like yes. you know to teach a man to fish versus give him a give it's like that is so huge I and mean, you guys are helping other people and helping the economy and it feels good and, yeah. and then you're able to bake the cookies and paint your toenails, right? Isn't that what you're talking <laughs> about? <laughs> right.
1: Well, the things I want to do, like my poor kids, I'm like, oh, okay, well, we will paint your nails at some point. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then you can do that, that really important stuff, too, with your kids, you know, and they're not always in the car on the iPad with the appointment. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh.
2: So, so yeah. Um, so at the beginning of the year, you know, you got to – couple deals after a few months got those two deals you mentioned but i mean it seems like you guys so you guys have done a total of how many deals in 2016 11 yeah
1: 11
0: yeah and they haven't they haven't been flipped so we i can tell the story kind of how we yeah. kind of transitioned into kind of wholesaling a little bit yeah go uh, for it go for it yeah. yeah so i you know like i said it's not all roses and rainbows or something yeah. you know what I mean? Let's hear. So- we want to hear
2: the good bad the ugly. <laughs>
0: So kind of the same deal with uh, deals, let's see, three and four. We both acquired those within the same month, both like total renovation projects and just kind of hit, I think we'll probably run out of time if I went into all of it, but pitfall after pitfall after pitfall with those two renovation deals. Um, but like she said, we kind of got into this direct marketing and, and actually marketing for deals now rather than just kind of going out and searching for them. So now that the, the deals are still flowing in, but we felt we were so tied up with the, with the current renovation projects we had that we got this other good deal under contract ready to close. We're like, oh my God, like these two flips are kind of starting to fall apart. Are we, you know, are we going to take on a third and just sit here and pay interest only for months while we're still dealing with these other two? And, you know, you'd heard about wholesaling, but didn't really know it. And I think, you know, and I could go on and on and on about the idea of sitting in in the office and reading and listening to podcasts, but you can't learn anything until you go out and do it. Go for it. Yes. Same thing with our medicine careers. Like you can I'll tell you how to stitch all day long until you go grab it. Yeah. You know, you're not going to learn the process. Um, and so we felt overwhelmed with like, all right, how are we going to take on this third deal And we still haven't even you know finished our our first active flip that going on at the same time? Um, and started to kind of look into the wholesale deal. We went back out and met with the uh, met with the sellers, and you realize that this isn't like a dilapidated house. Like this is something that somebody's lived in. They're emotionally invested to it. They've been raised there their whole lives. They now have other places to live. They're packing up all of their stuff. Like you can't let this contract fall out. And Tuesdays like, sorry, it's you know, sucks to be you. Like, I mean, you really have, you know, a role in affecting people's lives seriously. And You have to take that kind of seriously. Um, so we started to kind of look into that uh, wholesaling avenue. And I, God, I wish we would have been you know, part of the house flipping formula then. It would have made <laughs> this so much darn easier. <laughs>
1: a, like, darn it!
0: <laughs> but but uh, you know, a week before we the the deal was supposed to close, we were able to kind of talk with some other investors. And and get our first wholesale deal done, and uh, we didn't make a ton, but we made four thousand dollars on it, and really kind of was an eye opening four thousand dollars. Like, wait a minute, we're crushing ourselves with these deals yeah. over here. We just made four thousand dollars just for kind of assigning the contract, and it was just like that that freedom of like, all right, now I know how to do it. Yes. you know, and you feel so much more. Just get struggle through the first one, Confidence, and yeah. all of a sudden, oh, this isn't a big deal. We know what to do now. We can move yeah. forward, and so it really kind of was able to kind of progress us forward, like all right, keep bringing these deals in, because even if I can't take them, I'll know that I can put somewhere, you, you know, I can get them out there. And so uh, with the use of our virtual assistant, I mean, we've gone from like a handful of buyers to we have over 100 people on our buyers list now just kind of trying to make good use of his time.
1: I think that perspective helped a lot too, you know, so we were, we started out, where the flippers, we want to acquire rental properties, want to flip. So we had that flip perspective, you know, so we had, like we know what it is to renovate a project, we know renovation costs, we know yeah. what a good deal is, you know, so we use our same criteria like, okay, good, this is a good deal, these numbers work. This is what, you know, our ARV is and, and if we're underneath, you know, that that seventy percent rule, sixty five percent rule, okay, now I can take that as my profit for a wholesale. So the people then the our buyers, they know we're coming at them with a good deal. We know the flip market, we know the pain and suffering and money it takes to get through a flip. So we're only gonna give you good deals, you know. And we would take this deal ourselves, except it, our model now is we can manage two flips at one time we're so busy with all this other stuff we can do two so if we are filled up with our two whatever comes in we're gonna we're gonna sign out you know and then that keeps those wheels churning with our marketing costs and whatever else and it keeps our buyers happy because they know that we're turning out good stuff to them you know
2: i love that you guys share that because i have people all the time ask me should i start with flipping or wholesaling i'm like just start getting deals on a contract right. and then because you're going to change it up you're going to like you're going to run into different situations yeah and then you can decide once you have that deal under contract, essentially. I think she was against wholesaling until we did our first one. <laughs> totally. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know that sounds pretty
0: good. You <laughs> right. could
2: do that.
1: Well, because of course, at first you're like, "No, I want all the deals," you know, and then you realize you can only do so much. Zach, uh. did you just
2: pull it? I told you so. in front of thousands of people on your wife. No, just.
0: <laughs> but you know, I you know I do you know getting back to like the idea of like knowing everybody else's perspective. I love the fact that if we're going to wholesale a house, that we've actually flipped a house because yeah. I feel like you, when you. When you deal with a lot of wholesalers that haven't flipped and not to say that you can't do it, you can do it, but you have a whole new appreciation for like, all right, I'm going to give you, you know, you're not just giving this diamond over to somebody. You're giving this diamond in the rough that they've got to suffer through to kind of, to kind of shine it back up and knowing that they, you know, have to, you know, there's a certain, not that a wholesaler doesn't do any of the work, but that there's a certain element to that process that it's, you know, not just a clean cut machine for a lot of people that they're going to run into issues. I don't know. Just having an
2: appreciation for that as you don't yeah. a whole... No, no, stuff it's it's, because... it's huge. Um, So, something I was starting to mention before, and then we start talking about some other really cool stuff. You guys... Now, you did... I mean, when you got 11 deals in 2016, you had 11 deals under contract, or... Closed. You... Closed, close. well, okay. I think we have two that are pending.
1: Yeah, and those then, those we have a, then we have a couple. We have one, another one closing this week, another one closing uh, next week. Okay. But those are the... We closed 11 deals.
2: So, but you guys... I mean, what are your goals? I and mean, because you you have this momentum going, so like at the beginning, okay, I'm getting deal here and there, and then towards the end of the year, you got more than you did the beginning of the year, right? That's what yeah. I've kind of seen. What? Let's talk about your goals for this year. What are your goals for 2000?
0: So I've decided to try to try to break up rather than make a year end goal that I want to try to break it up into quarters. Break it up into because number one, I think that we're we're set to kind of explode out that whatever yeah. my fourth quarter goals are. Are gonna scare the yeah. hell out of me today, right? Yeah, um, yeah.
2: You don't want to shame Stephanie pass. or she might. You know.
0: <laughs> and you know, we we also have big changes coming with me. You know, going for my full time status, I am gonna uh, drop down to a part time status awesome. um, in March. So second quarter, you know, hopefully we're gonna blow things way out from where we are first quarter. Um, but I think at this point, we're looking to to maintain that one to two flips going at one time. We'd like to wholesale two houses a uh, two ho- houses a month. For the and first then, quarter and then add one rental and that's just kind of for the first quarter and then kind of blow things up from there awesome. I think
1: once we get to February then we can know what we're gonna do for second quarter you know because we're really projecting we want to continue to really grow and I think that now that we have a team and we have some employees that we can grow even more so i wanna we want to be able to adjust by the end of the year you know we we're able to to lock down six figures our first year so we're awesome. hoping to like explode
2: that you know for this yeah. year well, what's yeah. your what's your profit what's your uh, income goal for this year it's seven figures yeah <laughs> <laughs> just, just ten, ten just, uh, ten that's
1: whatever it
2: is well, why not just 10x right and then next year hey, 10x I, again I, I and then... <laughs> that's all you gotta do <laughs>
1: that's
2: awesome man i love yeah. asking people questions like that like hey how much money do you want to make right <laughs> they're like uh okay here it is <laughs> cool Wow. Well, this has been a great interview. I want to keep asking questions, but I'm looking at this whole time. I'm like, oh, we're already at like 43 minutes here. So, um, is there anything that you guys wanted to say that you didn't have a chance to say? I mean, we still have a little time. I just don't want to keep asking questions. What what do you guys got? Like, whether it's just something you want to share, something you want to share with people or anything.
1: I think that if I were to talk to myself a year ago, you know, feeling apprehensive, (laughs) excited, but apprehensive and just don't know how we're actually going to do it, you know, I would just say, like, it sounds so corny and so cheesy, but just do it. You know what I mean? Just do one thing after the next. Make a huge list of things that you think need to be done and just keep chipping away at it slowly. You know, write the big goal down on your whiteboard, whatever it is. You know, you want to make whatever amount of money. You want to do however many flips and then just figure out the micro steps to get there and just concentrate on that. Like, what little accomplishment you can keep making and just keep making and before you know it, like you are way down the line and you never even really thought you'd be there, but you're there, you know? So I think that is huge. Just small goals, keep tripping, don't stop. It's really hard to beat someone to beat someone who won't quit, right? So, um, and just figure out what works for you. You know, everyone has all these templates and they have all these, you know, perfect situations that this is exactly what you have to do, but it's, it, those things are really helpful because obviously there's some kind of framework, there's some kind of math and, that works in this business, but... Find out what that is for you in your life and just make it fit for your life. You have the power to do that. You don't have to do exactly what Joe's doing down the road. You can do what Joe's doing, adapt it to you and just do your thing, you know?
2: That template works until the kids start screaming or get exactly. sick or right.
1: Right. Exactly. What if someone happens. has a fever, the whole thing blows up, right? So just make it find out what works for you and just make it make it work for you. You can. This is your business. You can make it work for you.
2: Oh You give me chills, Stephanie. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. I could feel the passion. Like I could see why you guys cannot be stopped. Zach, what, what do you got? I mean, I would
0: just say like embrace
2: the fear. You know, I think you got to fail to succeed
0: and yeah. uh, you, you, you can't be afraid to fail. Just know that somewhere along the line, you're going to fail. And that fit in, you talked about it with your kids. I was literally, I was ice skating with the kids yesterday and they were you know, struggling to fall. And as soon as I changed their mentality to listen, every time you fall, yes. you know you're that much closer to actually skating by yourself. Like, their eyes lit up and like within <laughs> 10 minutes they were both skating, like on their own, like flying. Awesome. You know, and I think about the same thing, like going on a seller appointment, like scared the heck out of you. Like I got to go talk to a seller. Like I'm going to screw up. I'm going to say the wrong thing. Well then do it now. The sooner you do it now, then the sooner you're going to be able to succeed. And, uh, you know, even as we start to progress things forward, like she talks about, like, I'm worried now that Bob's not going to do as good of a job as I was. Well, hurry up and make Bob fail a few times so that yes. he can hurry up better. Like get him out there, get it, get it going. And so. Uh, yeah. That's my 2017
2: tips. I love tips. it. <laughs> love it. And I think as you, as people learn to um, – like when you go to school, like it's like I succeeded because I went to school. It wasn't – I made a lot of money because I went to school. If people can learn to recognize that, the success is – recognize those successes. Hey, I went on a seller appointment. I was a success because I went on the yeah. appointment regardless of the outcome. Right. And if you can have that mentality, you keep pushing through. And just be proud of yourself for those those little things, and it doesn't matter. You know, it's important, you know, mom or whatever, right? You have these different people in your life who might say, "Oh, are you? Why are you doing this?" It's like, (laughs) as long as you know and we know, you can tell us here at House of Being HQ, right? We'll we'll be there for you. But um, make those your victories, right? And then then you'll always be succeeding. So,
1: right, and celebrate those too, even if it's something silly. You know, like your first appointment, like go home and like, woo, because yeah, even if you didn't get the contract right exactly because you went on one you know i think that was really important too it's like you have to because we're we're like the next step kind of people we're always thinking the next thing okay did that now next and we have to like slow down like oh, look what we did like yeah. yay you know and that yeah. was that keeps you going too. those little those little successes and i
2: think people who beat themselves up over not getting the con not, not getting these things that celebrating them they're gonna quit because mentally I- like it's a lot of energy waste it's like a lot of pressure to put on yourself and after a while, we naturally be like, oh, okay, maybe I should do this. We go to we go away from it. So, dude, this has been awesome. I could keep going on forever. We should make this a yearly tradition. Go. Help us yeah. reach our goals. Um, oh, hey, forgot to mention. So, um, contact. Is there some way you guys want people to be able to reach out to you? Or, Stefan, I think you were mentioning um, you guys are starting now. You guys are getting more into wholesaling, right? You, yeah. You're growing your buyers list, and I know there's some probably some buyers that, that might be interested in, in, in joining your buyers list. Do you guys want to share that information with us?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so if you want to get on our buyers list, then you go to www.bettersdeals.com.
2: I like that, <laughs> betters <Deals. laughs> bettersdeals. Yeah. That's cool.
1: A L S, all plural. And uh, our regular website is bettershomes.com. Um my email address is Stephanie That's if they at- want to sell
2: you a house, right? And they go to yeah, Betters exactly. Deals. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can check
1: it out. That's what we do. Um and then my, my email address is Stephanie at com, And then Zach is Zachary at com.
2: That name just works out for you guys, doesn't
0: it?
2: Right? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Shoot, I might be getting on your guys' list. Those deals you got going on Woo! sound pretty sweet. So <laughs> so thank you guys so much. You guys have added incredible value to the house flipping hq community and we are all better off for it and can't wait to see you guys crush it in 2017 <laughs> oh i'm still my voice is still gonna kind of, anyway <laughs> all right guys we'll talk to you soon all
0: right thank you Bye, thank you. You.
2: aren't those guys awesome um you know i wanted to bring them on the show because sometimes i'll bring someone on that's doing 100 deals a year 20 deals a month 30 deals a month And that's great. That's that's awesome to see that, to see where you can go. But every once in a while I like to bring someone on who has only been in the business really for about a year when you look at it, and who has full time jobs, and they both have full time jobs, not just one of them, both of them have full time jobs. They've got three kids and they're still making this business happen. And you know, they're they're obviously they're very smart people, but the truth is like they just got the the desire. They just are gonna make it happen no matter what. And, you know, like they mentioned, um, a big part of that has been, you know, we talked about this more before and after the call has been the coaching that they've gotten and through, through housing formula. And now uh, I mentioned to you guys that the reason why I was going to talk to them is because I would talk to them about seven figure flipping. I felt like they were potentially ready they looked like someone would be ready. So we wanted to talk about that. We decided to do the podcast as well. So, um, I talked to them afterwards and, and they're going to be joining us in seven figure flipping and just joining that program alone. It's going to be like pouring gasoline on this fire. I, I was telling them, hey, let's have you on a year from now. And they will have crushed like anything that they did last year, um, anything they thought they're going to be able to do this year. And just being a part of that group, the synergy of people who are all making six and multiple six-figure incomes and someone making seven-figure incomes and are striving for that seven-figure income, it's just it's just incredible what it can do. So what I wanted to mention to you guys as as 2017 is here, you know, what what are you going to do differently this year to help you get to where you want to go? You know, one of the questions that I asked them when upon joining the group, at first they were saying, "Okay, we're really interested in this program. It seems amazing. Like what what does it include?" And I said, "Well, hold on before we get into that, the the details of what it includes." I said, "This is some figure flipping is is a custom program, meaning it's it's about you. Like what can we do for you? Of course, there are certain things we do to go about doing that." I said first off I want to ask you guys a question. Imagine you're 3 years from now. You know, you guys are both sitting there and looking back at what has occurred in the past 3 years both in your business and personal life. And what would have had to have happened for you guys to look back and feel like I'm glad we I'm glad we made that decision. I'm glad we did that. I'm glad we got some additional coaching. What would have to have happened in your life for you to feel feel like it was worthwhile work working with us to to another level and we went through and they talked about those things and, and how their life will have changed and the systems that they'll create and and the freedom that they'll have to be able to do some other things that they want to do and spending more time with their family and, and have that control over their life the decision to whether they want to work or not or how much and when and at the end you know we, we still talked about some of the details of the program but i think that's when they knew it was the right thing to do and um You know, I encourage you guys to do the same, you know, look, look 12 months from now, you know, one year from now, what do you want to have happened in your life, both business and personally, and then look at three years from now, what do you want to have had happened and then work backwards? What are the things that you need to do to, to make that happen? And if that includes us helping you in any way, um, it's, it's been an awesome three. I've been doing this for speaking of the three year thing, right? I've been doing this for just over three years. And, um, what a blessing. I mean, who would have thought that three years three years ago when I started this journey of, of educating and starting the House HQ podcast and com, that would be where we are. I, didn't, I had no idea that we would have the coaching programs that we have and I'd be able to work with the people I've had and seen the lives change. I'm able to see change. It's just been absolutely remarkable. You know, We started out with House Looping Formula and that's grown and, and it's an incredible community of people who want to grow their housekeeping and wholesaling business and then we saw a need for people that were that needed even more one-on-one personalized coaching with people who um were at even a higher level that had kind of created those systems or in the process of creating those and had hit that six-figure mark and were ready to go for the seven-figure mark and seven-figure flipping was born it was just an idea just one year ago it was this idea and now we have over 30 people that are killing it and the coaches that we've brought on with with andy and um, now recently, and this is like, like a news flash, like I was going to announce this later. I'll just spill the beans right now in the last, like even a few days, you know, Mike and Mike have been, are going to come on and help us with seven figure flipping as well. But then just three months ago, starting six figure flipping and seeing what people in that program have already done. And this week, just in a couple of days, actually, I'll be heading on a plane to Utah to go to the six figure flipping event to kind of cap off the 90 day accelerated coaching program uh and it's just it's just, it's just amazing it's just, it's just incredible um we're gonna go there and andy's gonna break down his entire business bringing people from his team and share with you like the share with people the step-by-step of exactly what it takes to have a business that's doing 30 deals per month not only like tell you but show you like see it live it's just oh, i just can't wait it's gonna be so awesome but it's been awesome you know to be able to serve people at different levels based on where they are and what they're ready for. So out of all the things that I've done in my life and in my business, I would say getting good coaching and mentoring and surrounding myself with like-minded people and and mastermind groups, high level mastermind groups, which I've really uh, only explored in the last few years is, is what's changed everything and really take me to the next level. So I guess the invitation I'd like to make to you guys is what are you going to do differently this year? What are you going to do differently in 2017? To take your business to the next level, and if there's any way that we can be a part of that, if you if you've been liking the podcast, and you know you maybe you've been on those free blogs and free forums, but they've been okay, but just not quite the depth that you want, to the degree that you want, with someone who really is going to take you to that next level and going to be invested in you, and you're going to be invested with them. I, we're all at different places you know whether you're brand new to this business or whether you're doing several deals a year or per month we all have that next level that that we want to get to and progress to and sometimes when we just are with ourselves like it's easy to become stagnant and just get in a rut and not really grow to our potential but surrounding ourselves with those people and having a mentor someone who's at a higher level than us who can, who can really challenge us and question where we're at and, and help us realize the things that we don't even know that we didn't know and Uh, our potential it it can do things to our life that we never even knew that that we needed done or or things can happen that we never even would have come up with on our own. So my invitation to you is if we can be a a bigger part of of your life and your business in 2017, go ahead and go to howsippinghq.com slash coaching. And not all of our programs are, are currently open. But what we'd like to do is you can go there. You can fill out an application. follow more information. Let us know where you're at. Where are you at in your business? Whether you're brand new, whether you have a six-figure business, seven-figure business, you're doing a few deals a, a year, a few deals a, a month, whatever it might be. Let us know where you are, and we'll have someone reach out to you and let you know um, where we think we can help. Right? Like, what are your goals? Like, what do you want to accomplish? Let us know, and we'll let us know what we think, uh, what program we think is best for you. And if we have availability in that program or when it will be opening, uh, I just want to be able to serve more people, serve more people this year. Got some exciting things planned, some crazy things uh, that that are going to be amazing, that are going to really continue to grow and and change the game and love to be a part of that with you guys and and see what you can accomplish in 2017 and in the years to come. It's all about taking those steps now that will change your life forever. So go ahead and go to housemehq.com slash coaching. And just like I talked to um, Stephanie and Zach, I was like, I do not want you guys to just join this program. We wanted to make sure that it was the right fit. And after talking through their goals and what they want to do and and their ambitions, and we realized it was the right fit and and so excited. They're so awesome. And um, yeah, I can't wait to see what they're going to do this year. And you guys can do the same in your own way, whether that's you are where they were a year ago or whether that's where you are or where they are right now. And you're ready for something bigger. So, um, we'd love to be a part of that. If it makes sense for you, you can go to housewinghq.com slash coaching. And we can kick off 2017 with a bang. And really have someone in your corner. Because the truth is, we all set goals. But you know, if we don't have that accountability, if we don't have that investment that we've made, a lot of times those things don't don't pan out. Or, or we get lazy. Or so, something happens. But when you make that investment in yourself, and you have that accountability and that group support, it really changes everything. So love to work with you. Uh and can't wait to see what you guys do. Other than that, guys, get out there, kill 2017. There's no reason why you can't do what the betters or, or other people who have had on the show or in our coaching programs have done, um, or or even more, you know, depending on where you're at. Like there's nothing different. It's just just about that passion, that desire and just deciding that you're going to make it happen and surrounding yourselves with the right people and getting the right training that you need. It's really all it takes. I believe in you guys, believe in yourself, and you can make anything happen. So, All right, guys, that is it. It's been an incredible 2016. 2017 is here, and it is going to be the best year ever. Let it be your best year ever, too. Get out there and make things happen. We'll talk to you guys all soon. We'll see you shortly on the House of Being HQ podcast. Bye-bye. <laughs>